0: Back everybody to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Tuesday, September eighth edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend, a great holiday weekend. I know I had a great time visiting family and all that good stuff. But I'm back home. I'm back ready to get down with some MLB DFS action again. Nine games slate on tap. It's going to be a doozy. A lot of day games as well. Some double headers in play. But uh, nine games on DraftKings. Uh, too bad we don't have Wrigley uh, in play tonight because the wind is blowing in like crazy. But that's a double dip. So if you're playing. Anything early, any FanDuel slaves that have Wrigley on them, beware of that tasty goodness. Also, a little housekeeping before we get going. You can check out the podcast on any podcasting platform that you like. MLB DFS Quick Gets. If you're on iTunes, if you give a rating review, it would help me out a ton. It would really mean a lot to me. I do this for free, so a little rate review. Go a long, long ways. You can also check out the video daily on my Periscope on Twitter, at BDEntrick. Hit me up there with any questions you have, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K, or go to the Road to Ball, our YouTube channel. Give it a like there. Give it a follow. All that good stuff as well. If you'd like to join a free Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat, just give it your email address or join therotaballer.com. Get premium access. Use promo code Bubba for 10% off there. They have a premium Slack chat uh, tools and all kinds of other good stuff as well. All right, let's get into the nine-game slate on tap tonight. And it's uh, an interesting one. We're still waiting on a few totals, as is the usual this, this year with the different pitching, different all kinds of tasty goodness. But uh, we'll kick it off. White Sox, Pirates, total nine and a half. Brewers, Tigers, nine. Marlins, Braves, waiting on that one is, uh Sixto Sanchez taking the bump for the fish. But Kyle Wright appears to be returning from the alternate site, making his first start since August 14th. You got Orioles, Mets, total nine and a half. Angels, Rangers, eight. Reds, Cubs, waiting on a total there because that's a double dip. Doesn't count. Rockies, Padres, nine. Astros, A's, I uh, believe that doesn't count as well. Dodgers, D-backs, nine. So it's all over the boards, all over the board on what is on the slate. Because There's double headers with the A's and the Astros with uh, the Cardinals or the Cubs and the Reds. There's there's double the headers everywhere. It's a, it's a, no, Cubs is on the main slate. I am telling you, it's a a mess, but the wind is blowing in heavy from left field in in Wrigley. So that really could change some things with the, uh, the pitchers tonight. So keep that in mind. Also, speaking of pitchers, let's get cracking on this. Walker Bueller is $10,200. At the Arizona Diamondbacks, that is tasty goodness if we know Walker Bueller is actually going to pitch. Like, he went 71 pitches his last time out, um, coming off his first appearance off the IL due to a blister issue. Everyone said he was fine. He looked great. He was dominating. Still got you a good drafting's performance. But, man, he could have easily gone a couple more innings and just blown the slate up for you. Did not happen. Could bounce back tonight. Bueller was well over 90 pitches. Before the incident, we got to imagine he gets back to closer to 90 this go-round in a great, great matchup for Bueller against the Diamondbacks. Team total of 3.5. Lefty's hitting 256. Righty's 281 off Bueller. We just watched Kevin Gossman slice and dice the D-Backs on Sunday. Team striking out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So really, really strong spot there for Walker Bueller. There's uh, some fun ways to go about it. If you want to pay up for Bueller, go for it. Just remember, we gotta hope he goes 90 plus pitches. Like it's just the Dodgers are gonna baby him so much because they want. They want their cash cow, their golden goose, their nuke Lelouch. They want him ready to roll come the postseason. Cause if they can't even win in a 60 game season, what are we doing? So Walker Bueller tend to strong play. Just, there's caveats. Just remember that. Um, I'm going to skip on Clev Clev dog. Like he could do it at any time. If you want to do it in a GPP, sure. He just doesn't look right right now. It is the Rockies. It is on the road. You can have some fun there. Lamette just dealt yesterday seven and two thirds of 11 Ks. Maybe Clev dog follows him. I love Clevenger. I'm a huge Clevenger fan. I got to see some more stuff. There's been some great articles written about him lately. I um, wrote a baller and at Pitcher List, kind of breaking down the pitch mix changes of Clevenger, the inconsistencies with Clevenger right now, and they are kind of concerning. Like, it's baseball, so he's going to throw some good starts out there. But the grand scheme of things, it's not the Clevenger of old. Which, if you're paying 9,700 bucks, you need the Clevenger of old, and that's the thing. So GPP, he's still very warranted. Like, there's definitely upside there with Clevenger. But if I want to be a little more safe, you pay up for Bueller or you pay down for Lance Lynn at ninety-four hundred bucks at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Lynn has faced them once this year, uh, five strong innings, six Ks for 19.1 points. He has a 217 home ERA this year, averaging almost 24 DK points per start at home. He's been outstanding. His last couple starts, a little off, but at the Astros against the Dodgers, that'll do it to you. He's still striking guys out, still doing his thing. He has six or more Ks in um Every game this season that is outstanding, so you know that's coming to the table with you. He's facing, um, this Angels team that you know you can take advantage of as well. Their offense is not the greatest 21.2% carry rate versus righties, 257 average, 194 ISO, 345 Woba. Well, it's actually improved a little bit. It's like the the ISO of the Woba are about average, slightly above average, but not great. Strikeouts are there. We mentioned how he's faced them once before and pitched very, very well. It's kind of surprisingly, once. But the lefties do it 290 off Lynn, righties 285. I think Lynn's a strong play at 9,400. He's a good pivot off of Bueller. We know Lynn is a workhorse. He's going to get you usually six plus unless the pitch count gets crazy. But at the same time, we know he's going to throw over 100 pitches unless he just gets shelled. If he just gets shelled, it doesn't matter how long he goes. You're screwed anyways. So you know the workhorse is there with Lynn at 9,400. The next guy up on my agenda is in the same matchup as Lance Lim. That's Andrew Heaney, 8400 bucks. Come on, back-to-back, just amazing performances of over seven innings, zero earned, one earned, six Ks, 10 Ks. He has six or more Ks in four straight starts, so that's a good thing. And he's thrown at least 97 pitches in four straight starts. Um, Heaney always gets me. I'll be honest. He, he's a tough guy for me to get because the stuff is great. The consistency is not. That's always been a massive, massive issue when it comes to Andrew Heaney. But the good thing tonight... The really good things tonight is he's facing the Texas Rangers. So if Heaney is, has his control, his command, then he could have a strong, strong performance tonight because it's a Rangers team striking out twenty five percent of the time versus left handed pitching. Only a two twenty eight batting average, a one thirty two ISO, a two eighty one WOBA. They really aren't scaring you a ton. They have a hard hitter rate of forty four point six percent versus lefties. That is good, yes, but as a whole. Nothing scares you. They have almost a fifty-three percent ground ball rate versus left-handed pitching. They just struggle. I don't know if it's seeing the ball or what it is versus lefties, but it is not good when it comes to the Texas Rangers. They have a team total of three point seven. That is um, barely above the Diamondbacks tonight. And Heaney's showing some reverse splits this year. Lefties hitting three forty-seven. Righties two ninety-six. But it's a Texas team that really struggles versus lefties. It's just a matter of can Heaney control it, and if he can, he's going to do very similar things. He's done his last two starts, and an 8400 bucks, tremendous. So if you don't want to pay all the way up, I think Heaney is a great way to start your lineups today. It'll free up some cash for you as well, so don't forget Andrew Heaney. Then we slide on down. I'm going to be very, very picky. You could look at Alec Mills. If you want to play the weather game in in uh, Wrigley, you can look at Mills at 75 When I took my initial notes last night, Mills was not on the list because I respect the Reds' bats. Mills has been very sketchy. of late. He's given up at least three runs in five straight starts. He's given up four or more in four or five. It's been murky, but even in four of those five, he has two starts of 15 or more points. Uh, the strikeouts, he has seven or more Ks in uh, two of those five starts. Guess which starts those were? The ones with 15 or more points. Because what do we talk about here on Quick Hits? We want guys to strike guys out. That is the bottom line. So you got Alec Mills in this matchup versus the Cincinnati Reds. You're, you're essentially playing it in a GPP only. And you're playing it because you're you're factoring in the wind, which like it sounds silly, but if you know baseball, you know Wrigley Field. It's a very, very real thing. They have a 212 average, 24.3% strikeout rate versus righties. 316 Woba was not great. So you can look at something along those lines. You got the Reds. Obviously, we don't have a team total because so we have no total in the game, With lefties, 373. Righties, only 257. So you got the Winkers. You got the Vados. You got the Galvinses. You got the Moose. There's probably more I'm forgetting there. Lots of lefties. In that Akiyama, maybe uh, Barnhart behind the dish, they could throw out six or seven lefties. Then it gets really interesting for Alec Mills. So, GPP only. If you want to save a little cash, play the weather game, sure. Not a top play for me at all. Uh, the guy that I'm pairing up with Andrew Heaney or Lance Lynn or Walker Bueller tonight, those are my main three guys. My fourth guy is the one, the only Sixto Sanchez. Uh, for those that follow me on Twitter at BD Intric, I am in love with Sixto Sanchez. I have him in fantasy leagues. I picked him up everywhere I could that I could win a bid on. Didn't happen everywhere, but the kid is filthy. The electric stuff he hits. He's in the high nineties, low hundreds a lot. He has nasty movement on his breaking pitches. And the one thing that's impressive, I uh, if for remember Tuesdays and Thursdays, I write the free DraftKings picks article at Rotobar. So go check that out. Sixto, Sixto is one of the guys I wrote about. And looking into his numbers even deeper, in his three starts this year. What is super impressive to me, he has over a 24, almost 25%, I believe, K-to walk rate. But what's impressive, the reason it's that high as a young arm with stuff that's filthy, where if you're off a little, your control can be off and you start walking guys, he has a 1.4% walk rate. That is impressive. That is elite. I know it's only three stars. Small, small sample. But 1.4% walk rate for a guy that throws the way he does with the movement that he has, that is filthy. That is filthy. That is outstanding stuff. That needs to be acknowledged a little bit for a guy at his age, throwing the way he's throwing. He's thrown five or more innings in all three starts, seven innings in his last two starts. Um, He struck out at least five in his last two starts. He's been great. Absolutely phenomenal to start the season. Um, He only threw 79 pitches his last start. He didn't need the – he still had seven innings. It's like they said, screw it. We're done. We're good. We're out. He threw 92 pitches prior to that. So he stretched out. We don't have to worry about that. It is a Braves team that can hit. We know that for sure. They've uh, they've really started to heat up. Twenty four percent K rate, but a two seventy five average, two twenty eight ISO, three sixty one WOBA. Those are all pretty decent versus right handed pitching. So that's kind of the caveat. Do they stay red hot versus Sixto, or does six Sixto stay red hot versus at the Atlanta Braves? At sixty two hundred dollars, I'll take the chance on Sixto. Like if he doesn't pan out, sure. Small sample, but lefties are only hitting one seventy six off six Sixto, where righties are hitting four twelve. Those so reverse splits. Maybe the movement on his pitches moves away from the righties, which makes it easier to hit, and it jams in on the lefties. Things along those lines. He's got nasty stuff, like really, really good stuff. Um, I know it's only his fourth start. A lot can change, but Sixto at 6200 bucks is super, super nice on this slate. So give me some Sixto Sanchez um, at 6200 bucks, and we will uh, pair him up with Bueller or Lynn or Heaney on tonight's slate. Uh, in the Streamyard chat, Mister Viral Video asked Tristan McKenzie. Tristan McKenzie isn't on the main slate, so that's what I have to tell you there. And I like Sixto Sanchez more than Tristan McKenzie. I've, I've been very vocal about that all season long. All right, let's go to the bats on this slate. You have the catcher's position. Austin Nolas at the fifty-one hundred, like, and he's not even. He's playing Colorado, but not in Coors. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I like him a lot, but that's that's asinine. Uh, you could go down and save some cash and say, like, I don't mind if I'm paying up, I'd rather pay 5k for Grand Ole versus Musgrove than Nola versus Gonzalez. Now now that means Nola probably goes deep tonight, so be it. Price point's just not uh not smart. Not smart at all. Like I said, I'd rather save some money and go to Chance Cisco at 43 versus Waka. Waka's priced up on DK tonight. I think it's a very interesting spot for the Orioles. As we talk throughout the hitters on the slate, there are some teams that I love to stack tonight that are not sexy names at all. They're usually like Ew, like their value plays, where I think tonight they are actually legit. Like I wish we had multiple aces to play. I wish we had Beavers and Scherzers and DeGroms. Like give me the whole gamut. I would make a heck of a lineup tonight. I'd have a lot of fun with this. But when we look at the Baltimore Orioles on this slate, lefties 339, righty's 386 versus Michael Walker. I don't understand the of love. I don't get it at all. So uh, Cisco at 43, he's in play. Will Smith of the Doyers at 4K. He's really starting to get it going. He looks like he's starting to maybe take a little bit stronger part of the platoon where Barnes was the heavy platoon guy early. Smith might be taking it now. Swinging very well. Showing some power of late. And he's facing Luke Weaver, who's shown some massive reverse splits in his last two seasons. The Dodgers should be popular tonight. Team total of 5.5. Lefties, 323. Righties, nah, that's not a right number. That is not right because Weaver has been giving up much more to righties this season. So keep that in mind. I dug in on that this morning, so I know that for a fact. Looking at Fangraphs.com. The splits are there, so um, 4K for Will Smith is definitely in play. But if you want to save some cash instead, like if Austin Barnes plays instead of Smith, Barnes at 33, not a bad cash game play. Uh, if you're not using Heaney, Trevino versus Heaney, hitting in the middle of the order at 31 is worth the look. Either the Detroit catcher, Romine, or Griner I like as a punt versus Hauser. We are attacking Hauser. We prefer lefties versus Hauser, but like I said, nasty stacks tonight. I mentioned Orioles, Tigers, boys and girls. But if you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm a big Tigers fan when it comes to DFS to fantasy baseball in general. Tigers have a 4.25 team total. Lefty's hitting 374 off Hauser. Righty's 262. So if you don't want the catchers, that's fine. I got some lefty bats. Candelario, Willie Castro, others coming up. Uh, Mr. Victor, Victor Reyes. So we got some guys we can talk about with the Tigers here in a bit. But those catchers are in play just for value alone in their matchup versus Hauser. And then other than that, my punt tonight would be um, the one the only one I mentioned him real briefly when talking about Alec Mills. But Tucker Barnhart, 2400 bucks, decent floor, Okay ceiling, basically a punt is what we're looking for there. So got you there. All right, first base position, you got Belly Bombs versus Weaver. Sure, Muncie versus Weaver. Sure, the Dodgers are super expensive, and they'll be probably super popular because they're the big-name team. They're the flashy team. There's no Yankees. There's none of those other teams. There's It's, it's the Dodgers tonight is where people might flock that aren't listening to Quick Hits or other smart, smart publications, so Quick Hits. Um, Dodgers will be very, very popular. We will pivot off the Dodgers. We will go to guys like, um, we mentioned Granzal earlier, Moustakis. Again, that weather is just not conducive to hitting. But if you want to attack Mills, Moose is 49 Mentioned lefties there. Pete Alonso slowly hitting heating up, and people know that pains me to say because I'm not a Pete Alonso fan. But he's 4700 bucks for his John Means, who, man, I wish we could see that John Means from last year. It's just not around these days. Um, when, and when you look at Means, it's been very, very bad. 5.5, 16 total higher than the Dodgers for the Mets tonight. Lefty's 249. Right, he's 325. Alonzo's heating up. Not a horrible play at 4,700. There's cheaper plays at first base that I'm in love with. Like, you go Votto at 43 if you want, or you just save some cash. You make this very, very simple. You go on down to Brandon Belt. Okay, let me be very clear with this one. I tweeted it last night. DraftKings, they get drunk once in a while. Maybe they had a good three-day weekend. It happens. We all have a good time. Let loose. But um, you look at their pricing on the Giants. Alex Dickerson's like 4,800. Brandon Crawford's 47. I'm like, okay, that's cool. They're hitting the ball really well. One of the best offenses in baseball. And that's not even a Homer talk. They are one of the best offenses in baseball right now. And they're facing LJ Newsome, making his second career start. Hasn't gotten through 4 innings in any game. Got the Mariners bullpen, wishy-washy at best. So, you know, 47 for Crawford, 48 for Dickerson. Sure. Brandon Belt, probably the hottest, if not one of the hottest hitters in all of baseball. $3,800, $3,800, play Brandon Belt in cash, in GPPs, play Brandon Belt, especially in cash. In cash, like he's my lock at first baseman in cash at $3,800, just lock him in in cash. In GPPs, you can make decisions based on stacks. I think he's a phenomenal play. I like can absolutely great, just price point alone. Price point alone, it's absolutely amazing. Um, $3,800 for Belt. If you want to pivot off the of Belt, though, Jesus Aguilar, 38, really strong play. I like the Marlins stack versus Kyle Wright, attacking him from lefties and righties. No one will play the righties. Or very few will play the righties. Versus Kyle Wright at 38. Uh, Garrett Cooper also at 37 in the Marlins stack. I like both of them quite a bit. I wish Cooper still had outfit eligibility. That went away. But Aguilar and Cooper, both in play. I mentioned some lefties from Detroit. Heimer Candelario, $3,600. I missed him having third-base eligibility. I'd like to play him a little bit more tonight than just first base. But Candelario, talk about a guy going under the radar, hitting 406 over his last 10 games. Averaging 11 points over his last 10 games. Coming back with uh, 15 and 16 over his last two. Guy just continues to hit double digit uh, multi hit games in his last two games. 3600 bucks for his Hauser. Good value with Candelario at 36 This is why I said I wish we had aces to pitch tonight. Like maybe you go Lynn and Bueller. Maybe you just go with those two. Arhenian Bueller. Stuff along those lines is what you could look at. Other than that, I, I would just stay in that Candelario, Cooper, Aguilar belt range. I wouldn't go too cute at first base when you got those guys right there. Second base position. Now you got Kesson here at 51 like He I haven't touted Keston here much this year like his average even over the like he's, he's averaging this is this is why fantasy sports can be great he's averaging over 10 points per game in his last 10 games he's hitting a buck 94 that's why you got to dig into the numbers when you look at his numbers his hard hit rates through the roof his barrel rates through the roof it's like over almost 24 percent over this stretch like he's hitting the ball extremely hard it's just not finding spots like he went over on um on sunday he didn't play yesterday, went over on Sunday, but prior to that, 20 points, 27, 18, 5, 16, 7. Very, very productive. He had a six-game hitting streak prior to the Sunday's uh, inevitable oops. He homered in three straight games before Sunday. He is doing big boy things, just not hitting for a huge average. So he's not maybe a cash game play at 5100 bucks. but GPP-wise against the bowl, Spencer Turnbull can be very interesting. Detroit's weather looks wet throughout the day, but I, maybe if they get a late start, it looks like the weather's going to clear up. Should be fine in Detroit. So when you look at the Brew Crew, four point seven five team total. Lefty three twenty nine, righties three eleven. But Turnbull's allowed a lot of hard hit and a lot of power to right handed bats this year. So keep an eye on here at fifty one as a potential nice GPP play if you're going to pay up at second base because second base has been bleak. You got Moose at forty nine. Talked about the weather there. You got Solano and Flores. Talk about two more Giants, forty seven hundred and forty six. But Brandon Belt's thirty eight. Go figure. So they're in play. They're definitely in play if you're stacking up the Giants. Probably not so much a one-off. I'd rather go up to Hira or go down to Jake Cronenworth at 4,300 bucks or go to Rake Cronenworth um, facing Mr. Chi-Chi Gonzalez. Padres 5.17 total highest on the slate. Lefty's 384, Righties 301 versus Chi-Chi. So Cronenworth at 43, very strong, very, very strong play And that one. And then it's like Gavin Lux versus Weaver at 38. If you want to look for value there, Dylan Moore versus Webb at 37 could be in play. I'd probably go to Lux at that same price point. Um, a few other cheapies, like Mendick's always interesting at thirty four hundred bucks. You got Madrigal a little cheaper in that White Sox matchup. Jason Kipnis at thirty four. I'd just go to Danny Mendick or go down to uh, Madrigal at thirty three k as we talked about. Uh, keep an eye as Ozzie Albie's getting really close to returning, really close. And as much as I like Sixto Sanchez, pretty positive Albie's ain't returning on Tuesday. But DraftKings won't be keen to when he returns. He's thirty one hundred right now. Every day he's been in that three ish range. The day Albie's returns, just prepare to lock and load. I don't even care if it's to zero that night. Just this is your warning that he's coming back soon and DraftKings will not have reacted in time to let us enjoy a little bit of Ozzy Albies. But uh, yeah, pay up at second base. Maybe Cronworth at 43 is about as cheap as I feel comfortable going tonight. Third base, you got Machado at 58, strong play. Chi Chi's bad. It's simple. Like Machado at 58, very strong. Uh, But then it's like Muncie, Rendon, sure, sure. I'd rather go to Kyle Seager at 51 in a GPP. It's crazy that Kyle Seager 51 and actually viable. At the same point, if I'm paying that high, just go to Machado. That's where I want to go. If you don't want to go to Machado, then you save some cash. You could go down to a Ryu Ruiz at 44 versus Waka in a GPP. be extremely low-owned. J.D. Davis at 43, extremely low-owned versus Means. So there's two GPP-type plays for you there. Eric Gonzalez of the Pittsburgh Pirates, third-base shortstop eligible at 4K against Dylan Cease. Pirates are another team I don't mind picking on Dylan Cease. Gonzalez hitting 342 over his last ten games, averaging 9.1 over that stretch. Back-to-back double-digit games of 10 and 15 points. He's riding a current like eight-game hitting streak into tonight's action. So 4K for Eric Gonzalez, nice cash game play with some GPP upside. Nice, interesting Pittsburgh option as well. Willie Castro, the Detroit Tigers, another lefty we talked about. He's third base shortstop. Els what 3700. He's hitting 421 over his last ten games. He's riding a four-game hitting streak. He's hit safely in nine of his last 10 where he has scored eight or more points, or seven, let's go seven or more points in seven of his last 10. He has double digits in four of those 10. Really good stuff from Willie Castro, nice value at 37. So I like him as well, shortstop, third base eligible. And then, you know, if you go cheaper, like Brian Hayes at 28, very strong play versus uh, Cease if you want to save some cash. He's shown a decent floor so far this year in his uh, start to the season, you know, 6, 13, 5, 0, 25. So five or more in four or five games, double digits in two of five. That's not bad for getting your feet wet. He's $2,800 for Cease, who's just not striking guys out. So a lot of balls in play make the Pirates interesting tonight in that one. Heading over to shortstop now. You got Fernando Tatis Jr. at 6K. You got Anderson at 56, Seager at 55. I'd probably pay to Seeger at 55, save a little bit of money. I know Tatis is a beast. I get it. Save a little cash, go to Seager, have some fun there, or just go cheaper. I mentioned B-Cross B 47, crazy price tag. Not a bad play if you're stacking the Giants, only a stack. You're not one-offing Brandon Crawford at 47. Not doing that. Uh, Jose Iglesias of Baltimore at 45. Expensive price tag, similar to that Crawford thing, but Iglesias hitting 409 over his last 10 games, averaging about 9 DK points over his last 10. If you're stacking up Baltimore, don't forget Iglesias at 45. Uh, Miguel Rojas at 42 versus Kyle Wright. Eric Gonzalez at 4K, a couple of nice lower 4K range guys. I mentioned Willie Castro at 37 as well. If you don't want to pay up, Castro Gonzalez uh, are some options down there, like we talked about at third base as well. And then punting wise, not a ton. I'm in love with, to be honest with you, at the punt position. Uh, I like to say Willie Castro or above at shortstop. Now, when you head to the outfield, where it's always loaded, especially on a slate like tonight, you got Trout, sure, Betts, yes, definitely. Especially with the reverse splits of Weaver, uh, Yastrzemski's at the 59. Now he makes sense for the Giants to be 5,900 bucks. I'm good with that. Belt should be like 56. But Yaz at 59, definitely in play. Acuna's on fire, but six though. I respect it. So Yaz, bets two, the two guys are probably pay up for if you're paying up at the position. Otherwise, you slide on down to Marte at 55. He's really swinging it well since so coming over to the fish. You could look at him. Trink Grisham's at the 5K. It's tough to stomach that. I know I mentioned the bodies are priced like they're playing in cores. It's also a reason that Chi-Chi's that bad. So take it with your grains of, th- grains of salt. But Grisham at 5K. Uh, could be in play for you. I wish the wind wasn't so nasty because Ian Happ at 47 versus Tyler Molle looks very nice. Looks very nice. He's been leading off with a lot of power. We love us some uh, some Ian Happ. Lefty's hitting 345, right he's 296 off Molle, so you can definitely have some Ian Happ. Even if the wind's a factor, he can still get on multiple hits. Be productive at 47. Uh, you have Lubob at 46 versus Musgrove. I like that quite a bit. Schwarber at 46. I've been playing Happ over Schwarber if I had to pick two. Um just for the consistency of hat, had, but both very good looks in their respective matchups. Jesse Winker's down to 4,300. Give him a look as well. Um, sliding onto the low fours and getting slowly into the threes. Jerks and Profar quietly getting it done 15 more points last night, hitting 371 over his last 10. He's $3,900. Um, he's been quietly effective, double digits in five of his last 10 games. Again, if you want a cheaper piece of San Diego or you want to stack it and make it affordable, and Profar at 39, not the worst way to go. Just going to say that. Uh, Victor Reyes, though, at 38, if you're playing cash. I mentioned Belt at 38. Victor Reyes is in play at 38, hitting 415 over his last 10, average over 11 points his last 10. Um, only put up a deal over uh, on Monday, but prior to that, uh, has hit safely in seven straight games. He has double digits in like, uh, five of those seven. Super productive for Victor Reyes at 3800 bucks. good cash gameplay, and part of a Tigers stack. A few cheaper options in this one. Nick is at 35. I like 6 though, but it's nice and cheap if you need it. I'd rather go to Willie Castro or go down to Corey Dickerson at 3200 bucks. Hit safely in four straight games facing Kyle Wright. Good way for C Dick to get going. Nice, cheap piece of the Marlins stack. Ramel Tapio at 33. If you're attacking Clevenger, Tapio has been on fire of late. Good way to go about it there at $3,300. Nice and cheap in that matchup. Mauricio Dubon's been slowly playing every day at 313 over his last 10. Fantasy-wise, 4-0, but then 13-10, 4-14. If you're looking for salary relief at 3K, Dubon's not horrible, especially against Newsom tonight. Could be a good look if you're really looking to punt the position. Um, Other than that, though, it's really hit and miss. Like, look at lineups. There's going to be, like, Azarenia is going to be interesting against Kyle Wright. He's a little pricier than I like, but he'll be an interesting play, and some other guys will will pop up as well. So really good way to attack the slate tonight for sure. Let's recap your pitching real quick before we get into the stacks on the evening. <laughs> Sorry, T-Dub. Chi-Chi's just not good. He's just not good. But uh, that just goes back a long ways. There was the Rangers and the Rockies. Lots of bad stuff there. But recapping your pitching, Bueller 10 just know the risk involved. There's risk involved in the pitch count. But when it comes to just plays of the night, the best you can find out there. Uh, Lance Lynn at 94, very stable guy. Uh, Heaney at 84, big, big upside. If he's got the command or gold, Sixto Sanchez at 62, love it. So those are my four main targets on the mound. I can see arguments for the Mollies and Mills of the world because of the weather in Wrigley, but still, grain of salt. And then Clevenger, I understand, GPP only, though, because there's a lot of weird stuff going on with Clevenger's overall approach right now. So just keep that in mind. We're looking to stack it up. Obviously, San Diego's in play. That's clear cut and and dry. Love the Giants with Brandon Belt involved in that. That's a good-looking play. The Mets are good, but so are the Orioles. I think the Orioles get overlooked a bit tonight, as usual. The Tigers versus um, Hauser and the Brewers like that one quite a bit as an overlooked one. Miami versus Kyle Wright is a very strong one. And then Pittsburgh and White Sox could be interesting, but like Miami, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. I mean, Baltimore, Detroit. Detroit, my favorite of those three. And Miami as well. So there's four guys, Baltimore, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Miami. that get overlooked a lot on these slates. Those could be some interesting ways to attack tonight's action. It's not for the faint of heart all the time. Detroit might be the the safest out of the bunch, but a very interesting way to attack tonight's nine-game slate. But that'll wrap it up, folks. It's good to be back. Hope you are ready again. Had a great weekend, really good weekend, ready to knock it out of the park this week, get some more green screens going. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTREK, D-E-N-T-R-E-K, over at FantasySportsDGens.com, the free Fantasy Sports DGens Slack chat. Just hit me up over there. We'll get you up and loaded in there for free, all sports, all DGens all the time. Uh, check out the, the podcast on iTunes and all other platforms to rate and review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. Also, you can watch the video on my Twitter on Periscope or go to the Rotoballer YouTube channel, subscribe, rate, review all that good stuff over there as well. And if you want to become a Rotoball premium member, use promo code Bubba to get 10% off the package of your choice. Lots of great tools, articles. Um, they have a premium Slack chat, all of that good stuff as well. But for now, that'll do it. Quick hits in the books. This was your Tuesday, September 8th edition. Hope will be a good one. I'm out.